This is our league, and this is your league. From the 55-yard line on CFL America Radio and the Sports History Network. Hello, everybody. This is Bill Herbert of CBC Special Events from Empire Stadium in Vancouver. Well, this is it. This is Grey Cup Day in Vancouver, and in about 15 minutes, the Edmonton Eskimos will take on the Montreal LOS in the final of this great football classic. Well, Vancouver during these past few days has gone absolutely crazy, but with celebrations in Chinatown and so forth, and all the real activity that's been going on downtown, and now we're out here at Empire Stadium. A crowd is estimated to be about 40,000 football mad people, the biggest crowd ever to see a single sports event in Canadian history. The defending champions, the Edmonton Eskimos and Montreal Alouettes. And today, for the first time in Grey Cup history, it's being played here in Vancouver, and this sprawling metropolis by the Pacific is just sort of blowing its top with excitement. But the big story as we wait to go into the game is the weather. And just a few minutes ago, I checked with the local weather office, and here's the picture. It's overcast low-hanging gray clouds. The temperature is 37 degrees. It's gone down one degree in the past hour. There is almost no wind, and there's not likely to be any rain during the next four or five hours. There might be, the weather forecaster told me, a snow flurry or two, but generally it's going to be a dampish cold. There you're seeing part of the great crowd that is assembled here at Empire Stadium and the marching band of the Montreal Alouettes with their majorette. High-stepping girls, and it's a wonderful sight. The band in its red trousers and its white jacket, and the pillbox hats in red and white. The abbreviated costume of the girls. There they go, marching up and down. They break off and they're ready to form into their first formation. The Montreal Alouette band played downtown last night before about 30,000 people which jammed the main city intersection. And so the excitement the tension continues to grow. You can almost feel it as game time draws near. Both teams have been on the field. Now they're in their dressing room for a last-minute pep talk. And now, in a minute, we'll join our play-by-play -play commentators, Steve Douglas and Bill Stevenson, who will give you the starting lineup. Forward. Hello, football fans. This is Bill Stevenson. And this is Steve Douglas, and how are you, Bill? You're dressed warmly, Steve, for this uh, fall weather. I am that, I am that. But not too bad out today, eh? Not bad. But as Bill told you, we have a perfect day for football. This is fall football weather, isn't it's it? It's about ideal for uh, fans and players alike, which is a rather unusual occasion. Either it's too hot for the players or too cold for the fans, one or the other. This is ideal. This is just wonderful, and there's a tremendous crowd here. What is it, in the vicinity of uh, 39 plus? It's around 37,000, 38,000 uh -huh, people, uh -huh. I believe, Steve. And the band is performing on the field. This is the first time that they've had anybody but football players on Empire Stadium turf. And that's because of the $58,000 spent 
last year. Put that new curve in. But yeah, I yes, we, we remember that rather well, don't we? Well, now, Steve, we're about seven minutes away from kickoff time. In this, the, what is it, 33rd 40, renewal? Uh, 40, 43rd. 43rd uh -huh. renewal of the Grey Cup Classic. And the first one to be played outside of Toronto and out in the West in Vancouver's Empire Stadium. So let's go into the two teams and the respective merits and the, the big men that will decide a lot about this Grey Cup game. Well, let's talk first on behalf of the Montreal Alouettes, and uh, I'll mention the name of a fellow who yesterday won the Canadian Player of the Year award by the name of Mr. Pasquale Patabruzzi. Mm -hmm. A little fellow who came up, little fellow, he's, uh, well, there he is. You get a pretty good idea of how he looks anyway, and he looked much rougher to the opposition on the football field. Came up from Rhode Island State. Poor little old Rhode Island sure produced a great ball player in Patabruzzi. Uh, 19 touchdowns, that's the new Canadian record. Beat Ken Carpenters by one. He got 18 this year, didn't he, out that's here? Correct. And uh, Pat uh, consumed 1,248 yards on the ground in uh, 12 games, just two shy of Normie Kwong's 1250. So uh, a pretty good uh, guy to have on your side. Not a bad ball player. Not bad at all. Um, I mentioned uh, Pat uh, first, uh, not for any particular reason. I uh, perhaps should have mentioned the name that is on everybody's lips out here, and they wonder just what he's going to do with the football this afternoon, Sam Echeverry. The uh, passing man from Denver University, now in his fourth year with the uh, Montreal Alouettes, wears number 92. Not only a passing quarterback, but a pretty fair running quarterback, too, Bill. And I think the folks are going to see, who haven't seen uh, Sam in person before, a great job of quarterbacking this afternoon. Well, I'll tell you, Steve, I personally feel that it's going to be a battle of the quarterbacks. It's just mm -hmm. Mary versus uh -huh. Parker, and whoever comes up with the best job could win this ball game. Correct. Uh, Sam throws to uh, three or four fellows. One favorite target of his is a guy by the name of Joey Powell. Uh, Powell caught, uh, I don't have the facts right here at hand now, he wears number 82, and that is Joey Powell's picture on your TV screen there. Um, number 82, and he will be on the receiving end of a great many tosses this afternoon, at least they hope he'll be on the receiving end if you follow me. And there's another fellow by the name of John Red O'Quinn from way down North Carolina way, and he is a favorite receiver. He is number 73, and he really is a good sandy redhead. And his uh, fort is perhaps the uh, short button hook, you know, down and cut right. uh, type of pass. Yeah. And then there's a fellow that is perhaps, uh, if I may say this, my favorite ball player of all the ball players on the LOS, I think. I would say he's just about one of the best all-around football players in Canada, a guy from Kansas by the name of Hal Patterson. He wears number 75, and uh, he plays a tremendous game of football both ways. Now, there are, uh, of course, uh, 24 or 23 or 4 other fellows who are pretty good football players too. But they'll be the stars of this They day. might well be. And uh, what have you got to say on behalf of the uh, Eskimos now? Well, you know, all the fans right across the country remember the tremendous job of quarterbacking done by Bernie Filoni. Filoni uh, last year, I think, came up with one of the greatest individual displays of quarterbacking that has ever been seen on a Canadian gridiron. And he saved it for the big one, the Grey Cup. That's true, true. Well, now, everybody feels that Mr. Parker may not be able to come up to the qualifications that Filoni showed. But what they're forgetting is the fact that Parker was All-American with the quarterback of Mississippi. The number 91 on his jersey will be seen a lot this afternoon. I bet it will. And Jackie Parker, in my opinion, and I've seen almost all the Edmonton games this year, handles that ball as well, if not uh, better, than Filoni out of the split team. He'll lose it for you. You and me, too. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. How about this wonderful little Chinese guy by the name of Tony Kwong? Well, Normie's a great guy, and Normie is also a tremendous ball player. This is one of the reasons that that attack functions so well on the split team. Normie 
is used not only as a ball carrier, but a great decoy. Mm -hmm. And he goes charging into that line, and the linemen never know whether he has it or not. He's a tremendous faker, so they've got to make the tackle anyway, and that takes two or three of them out of the way. That, 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 that's that for sure. But Speaking of tackles now, were you going to say the same no, thing no. I was going to say about Pretty Dale well. Miners, maybe? I was going to say Dale Miner is a great tackle. And he is much lighter. You know, he's only over the two, well, he's 212 pounds. Your text shoulder's around 260, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Miner relies on speed. And he's been getting past fellows like Huffman and Tinsley and Weinmeister in the Western Conference, who are the top-offs of the league yeah. all year because of his speed. It remains to be seen if he can do this with Colger. Yeah. But the man that is going to show a lot for the Eskimos is Kurt Burris. Kurt was All-American uh -huh. in the Coach College Conference. And Burris plays the linebacking spot, and when he hits those boys when they take that short button hook pass, they don't want to grab any more buttons. <laughs> that uh, sounds sort of familiar. How about Johnny Bright there? He's a great ball player yes, who is. came into his own perhaps this year up here, didn't he? Johnny did, really, because as you know, he had a lot of trouble. And there's Johnny in the screen now. He played for Drake University. He suffered that broken jaw. Yeah. He had nothing but mm -hmm. injuries. He came up to Calgary. He couldn't get going with Calgary Stampeders. He had injury trouble again. But the Edmonton Eskimos got her from Calgary. They also got Norman Kwong from Calgary. Uh -huh. And I'll tell you, the Stampeders don't like yeah, that. Yeah, they could sure you might have Kwong has been going and right extremely well. They have been the main basis of the attack. And as Ivy says, why should I use passing when my fullback, Kwong and Bright, are doing it for me? And that's the story. Well, we're getting pretty close to game time now. Perhaps we might look out in the field and see some of the formations that are going on. And there's a pretty good shot right there of the fans on the far side, the east side of the stadium. And perhaps we can uh, do a little run-through on uh, starting lineups, Bill. And you relax yourself there, and I'll take over the starting lineup department. For the Montreal Alouette, these are offensive lineups. At left hand will be Al Patterson, number 75. At left tackle, Jim Satan, number 63. At left guard, Al Matwicki, number 79. And that roar in the background can only mean one thing. Both ball clubs coming on the field simultaneously. Those are the Edmonton Eskimos, attired in their gold pants, green jerseys, gold helmets, and gold numerals. The Montreal Alouettes this afternoon. For you in the East who have seen them, you will recognize them as all attired in white, with the exception of their cardinal helmets and cardinal numerals. To continue the Alouette lineup, at center, Tom Hugo, number 48. At right guard, Herb Pollock, 56. Right tackle, Tex Coulter, number 60. Right end, Red O'Quinn, number 73. In the backfield, Sam Echeverry, 92. Scott Bellack, 87. J.C. Caroline, 85. Pat Abruzzi, 83, and Joey Pal, number 82. For the Eskimos, the defending Grey Cup champions at left end, Steve Bendiak, number 71. At left tackle, Dale Miner, 65. Left guard, Art Walker, number 50. At center, the lad that Bill was talking about just a moment ago, Kurt Burris, number 42. At right guard, number 67, Frank Anderson. And this is a switch. He has played great defensive end all year. He is starting at right guard, number 67, today. At right tackle, the place-taking specialist of the Eskimos, Bob Dean, number 61. And at right end, the pass-catching specialist, Bob Heidenfeld, number 75. In the backfield, it will be number 98, Raleigh Miles. Number 95, Normie Kwong. Number 84, Johnny Bright. 
number 81, Earl Lindley. And at quarterback, number 91, Jackie Parker. Those are your offensive starting lineups for both ball clubs as the Grey Cup is just about to get underway after the customary center of the playing field ceremonies are completed. And could be they'll take a little bit of time. The Alouettes will move from right to left on your television screen. The Alouettes attired in their white uniform will move from right to left on your TV screen. Paul Ritchie has just performed the unofficial kickoff duties. He kicked off in the 1909 Grey Cup game, and this is undoubtedly a whale of a thrill for him today. The Edmonton Eskimos defending their goal to our left and your left as you look at the screen this afternoon in this first quarter, attired in their gold uniforms with the green shirt. The ball game is just about ready to get underway. Bill Stevenson, if you're ready, it's your microphone. Bud Korshak, 76, kicks off from the 45-yard line for the Montreal Alouettes. The deep men for the Edmonton Eskimos are 94, Kruger, and 98, Rolly Miles.
second and ten. Edmonton Eskimos, their 24-yard line, all 20 yards out from the near sideline. Lindley, Bright, Fong, and Miles to the backfield. The four men will line up behind Parker, wearing 91. There is Bright, taken for a loss of about two yards. 81, John Blaker in on that tackle along with Doug McNichol. The defensive right hand, number 74. The defense of the Alouettes is 7-2-2-1. That's the defense that's being used by a good many of the Western Football Conference teams this year in an attempt to stop the running of the Edmonton Eskimos, and especially Bright and Kwong, the fullback win. 75, Heisenfeld kick. The deep men are Pal and Patterson for the Montreal Alouettes. Pile up at that 52 yard line. It'll be first and ten at the 52. That move is made by Lori Hudson, 83 of the Edmonton Eskimos. First and ten, Montreal on their 50, on the 53 of the Edmonton Eskimos. Edgeberry, the quarterback, Pal the flanker. Going to number 85, Caroline, and he is down for a first down on the 41. J.C. Caroline picking up 11 yards before Jesse Parker, 91, made the tackle. Apparently the staff is about the 42, so this may be measured. Signal for a first down is first and 10, Montreal, on the 42-yard line of the Edmonton Eskimo. Caroline, 85. Malika Fullback, 87. Abruzzi, 83 of left half. Joey Pell, 82, the flying wing. The offensive ends are 73, Red O'Quinn, 75, Hal Patterson, and 82, Joey Pell, flanks to the left. The handoff goes to 83, Abruzzi. Abruzzi gets down to 39. He's piled up on that 39-yard line. Hit hard by Ted Kelly, who's been going in, along with Dale Miner, 65. Kelly, wearing 51. It's a gain of two yards and will be second and eight. Second and eight from the 39. Almost the 40. Tackle. 
that ball on the 55 so it's about a two-yard gain from the 53 and that'll make it second and eight for the Edmonton Eskimos. Montreal leading one nothing. Parker looking for a receiver he throws a safety valve pass complete to Quan. Quan still driving at the 45 but through to the 43. A tackle by J.C. Caroline 85 at that 43-yard line. It's first and ten Edmonton on the 43. Make it the 42 of the Montreal Alouette. Ball is 15 yards in from the far sideline. You can watch the Edmonton attack when they move. Wright and Kwan will both go through that line. And this Kwan is a man who can either be carrying or faking, but he's got to be stopped every time. And he is a tremendous faker. The ball is given to Roly Miles. Miles stepping to the 30 and brought down after a fumble on the 24, but he recovered it. Rolly Miles brought down on about the 24-yard line. He recovered the ball and it's first down. He appeared to fumble slightly. Juan Sheridan, 64. Al Makowicki, 79, were the tacklers for Montreal. That ball was almost lost. It's first and 10 on the 29-yard line. First and 10 on the 29 for Edmonton. Parker carrying. again for the Edmonton Eskimos on the 17. 85, J.C. Caroline, and 81, John Blaker, and 48, Tom Hugo. Knock him out. Jackie Parker, the all-star quarterback in the Western Football Conference. Miles, the flanker to the left. Lindley has the ball, carries it down through the five and is brought down on the five-yard line. It's a first down and goal to go, Edmonton on the five. Tom Moran and 60, Tex Coulter with the tacklers, along with Al Patterson, 75. The crowd of close to 40,000 fans going wild. And 56, Kurt Quarick comes into the ball game, along with 63, Jim Satan for Montreal. to Kwong and he fights to the three. Kwong fighting to the three, a huge pile up in the middle of the line by the left side of that Montreal Alouette line. 63, Jim Staten, who came out on the field, was one of the tacklers. He came up from the bottom, and usually you'll find the man who gets up from the bottom of that pile is the fellow that was in there first to make contact with the ball carrier. It's second and goal to go from the three-yard line. Flanks to the left. Quarterback seat. Did Parker get it? We're waiting for the signal. The arms still have not been raised. They're unpiling them carefully to take a look at that ball. It was a sneak by Parker. He was stopped short of the goal line. They're putting it on the one. 
Goal to go from the one, Tucker. Climbing out of there. And so it is third. Goal to go from the one-yard line for the Edmonton Eskimos. Montreal leading 1-0. Ten-man line almost by the Montreal Alouette. Trying to stop this from the one-yard line. They're over for the touchdown. Five. The ground attack of the Edmonton Eskimos that has been so highly touted for this Grey Cup has made it a 5-1 to one ball game covering 85 yards on seven first downs in a sustained attack and there is Normie Kwong, the China Clipper 61, Bob Dean will attempt the extra point 92, Ray Wilsey holding the kick is good the Edmonton Eskimos 6 the Montreal Alouettes 1 as we told you, that was an 85-yard march downfield by the Eskimos, culminated by Kwong going over from the one-yard line on a third-and-goal-to-go situation. Kwong set a Western Conference rushing record this year, going 1,250 yards, as Steve Douglas told you, during 16 games in the Western Football Conference. And Kwong, who just scored that touchdown, is one of the finest Canadian players in the game. He was nominated as the number one Canadian player in professional football. 25 years of age, he is five foot nine and weighs 185 pounds. And he originated in Calgary. And the Stampeders have been kicking themselves ever since for letting him go. The China Clipper, as he's affectionately called by his teammates and not so affectionately by his opponents. The Eskimos will kick out to the Montreal Alouettes. And Bob Dean, 61, will take the kickoff. The deep men for Montreal are 83, Pat Abruzzi. There's Abruzzi. 85, J.C. Caroline. And 75, Hal Patterson. Six minutes, 22 seconds remaining in the first quarter. It's the short kickoff taken by the Eskimos, and it is flat on the 53, complete by Rolly Miles. Miles trying to get away, but the Eskimos have recovered, and 60, Tex Coulter finally stopped him. Red O'Quinn, 73, was in at the bottom of the pile. Razzle-dazzle football in the Grey Cup, and you don't see that one too often. But that, I should have told you before, is a favorite play by the Eskimos. They've been using it all year. The two players standing directly opposite the ball at the kickoff line of the 45-yard line. Kickoff, instead of being taken by Dean, was taken by Rolly Miles. Taken by Jackie Parker, rather, and Rolly Miles got it. It has to go five yards before they're eligible to take it. The pass intended for 71. Defendiak is past his outstretched arm. Joey Powell, 82, covering Bendiak. Well, the fans, just able to settle down from the touchdown, suddenly came roaring to their feet again. As that short kick was taken, it traveled a necessary five, and Miles grabbed it.
Second and ten from the 52. Ball is given to Miles. That's the 50. Diving, breaking loose at the 40. Going to the 35, the 30, down to the 28. Now Michael 79, finally making the tackle with 64, Juan Girardin. It's first and ten, Edmonton on the 28-yard line. On that uh, kickoff play that we were telling you about by Edmonton, the one you saw there, Miles took the kickoff. Miles did take the kickoff, and it was Steve Mendrick who caught it, number 88. Miles kicked it off, and Mendrick was the man who caught it. Parker, running with the ball, passing on the run, and headed for Miles. Edmonton is intercepted by Hal Patterson at the 20, and he is down on the 23. Hal Patterson intercepting a pass. Thrown by Jackie Parker. Interception made by number 75, Hal Patterson. Tony Miles, the intended receiver. Patterson grabbed that one when the pass was actually too short. Miles had to pull up to try and grab it. You notice that was a one-handed catch by Patterson. Ball given off to a bruise, uh, Caroline, rather. He dives to about the 25, 26-yard line. Caroline was stopped on the 28. So it's a gain of four yards. It'll be second. Make it five. About five yards. Make it second and five. 82, Patterson flanks to the left. Etcheberry firing them. Hits his receiver, Red O'Quinn, at the 40. And Red was nailed the minute he grabbed that short pass into the right flat. 81 Earl Lindley. Was the man that hit O'Quinn first and hit him so hard. The linebackers for the Edmonton Eskimos are Bright, Burris, Tully, and Lindley. Etcheberry being right. He's running out of it. A nice running. Getting to the 40 and out of bounds on the 43. Knocked out of bounds on the 43-yard line by 81 Earl Lindley. The Montreal Alouettes, who have been known for their great passing game, showed that they have a great ground game last Saturday, of course, in the Eastern Final against the Toronto Argonauts. And so... It's a real job for Pop Ivy's crew to devise an effective defense against this team that can run and pass. The pass complete to Pal. He's at the 50. Down to the 45 and still rolling goes to the 43. Joey Pal, number 82. Nice running in the tackle by Briggs, 40. Jackie Parker, 91, in on the tackle also. I'll give you the... Offensive line for the Montreal Alouettes with 3 minutes 53 seconds left in the first quarter. Red O'Queen 73 right end. Tex Colder 60. Herb Krawick 56. Tom Hugo 48. Al McAwicki 79. Jim Staten 63. Hal Patterson 75 that other end. The ball is given out to Pat Abruzzi and the cement mixer drives down to about the 38 where Bob Dean 61 was in for the tackle along with 51 Ted Tully and 81 Earl Lindley. It was Bullock rather, 87. 87, Jack Bullock carrying the ball. Four-yard gain is second and six from the 39. Second and six from the 39 for the Montreal Alouette. Edmonton leads 
Caroline flanks to the right. Pal to the left. Fred formation. Pass is complete to Hal Patterson, and Patterson is driven down after he hits the 23. Ted Tully, 51, was the initial tackler. 92, Ray Wilsey, and 40, Bill Briggs, also in on the tackle for Edmonton. Echeverry has been moving his team through the air after Parker had taken the Eskimos on the ground. And that's what the 39,000 fans expected of this ball game: the air attack of Montreal, the ground attack of Edmonton. Edmonton appearing to have only one weak link, and that is the long passing game. First and ten, the pass into the right flat is complete to Ronald Quinn, and he's knifed out on the 13. Hit hard by Royal. This will be very close to a first down. They may measure. They're going to measure. Red O'Quinn in his fourth year with the Montreal Alouette, an American who was picked to the all-star team in the Big Four. Played for time with the Chicago Bears. He's six foot two, 195 pounds, and 29 years of age. And one of the finest pass receivers to ever play in the Canadian game. It is first and ten. First and ten with the ball on the 13 of Edmonton. It's 15 yards in from the far sideline. Caroline 85 flanks to the right. Pal 82 to the left. That's spread formation again. The ball is given off to Abruzzi, and he is driving to the four. Kurt Burris made the tackle. It's Bolek, rather, 87 that he's giving out to there. 87, Jack Bolek. That's the second time Bolek is nice in to take that ball, and we mistook him for Abruzzi. Bolek, the fine Canadian fullback of the Montreal Alouette, taking it to the four. Second and two, Abruzzi has the ball, he's driving, and he is down to the one, but not over. Pat Abruzzi, on a slant play, goes for a first down, and it's first and goal to go. Jackie Parker, who is playing two-way ball, safety back on defense, and the quarterback on offense, made the stop on Abruzzi. Pat told me, by the way, before the game, he said, they've nicknamed me everything in the book. It's first goal to go from the one-yard line for Montreal. They're over for the touchdown, and Abruzzi is falling with it. There is Pat Abruzzi. The cement mixer, the driver, whatever you would like to call him, 23 years of age, 5'9", 205 pounds. From Rhode Island State, Pat Abruzzi, an all-star in the Western Camp, or in the Big Four, rather, last year, or this year, and Pat was named yesterday the number one football player in Canada. Number 83, Pat Abruzzi, in his first year in Canadian football. And Abruzzi said yesterday when I was talking to him that he is going to stay in Canadian football regardless of what offers the NHL might come up with after this great season he's had with Montreal. The extra point attempt is good by Jack. And so the Montreal Alouettes go into the lead. Montreal 7, Edmonton Eskimos 6. And the Alouettes came close to duplicating the feat of the Edmonton Eskimos. The Eskimos made 85 yards and 7 first downs all on the ground. The Montreal Alouettes 
made theirs in the air until the final few plays with the Bruzy going over from the one for the touchdown. There's a minute and 58 seconds remaining to play in the first quarter of this 43rd renewal of the Grey Cup at Vancouver's Empire Stadium before a crowd of close to 40,000 fans. Korchak will kick from the 45-yard line. Number 76 for Montreal. The deep men are 98, Rolly Miles and 94, Oscar Kruger. Kruger waiting for the ball, but it's taken by Bright. Bright has it at the 20, the 25, diving to the 30, still crawling the 33. Johnny Bright crawling through to the 33-yard line. The tackle on that 33-yard line was made by Herb Capozzi, 61. Capozzi is a Kelowna boy, a British Columbia player. Safe drivers make safe highways. Chrysler of Canada reminds you that Thursday, December 1st, is Safe Driver's Day. It's first and ten, Edmonton, on their 33-yard line. Pitch out to Quan. He's at the line of scrimmage and driving through to about the 40. Tommy Quan stopped on the 40-yard line after a gain of eight yards. It'll be second and two. Tex Coulter, 60. Along with 64-1 Sheridan, where the tacklers from Montreal. Wong averaged 5.1 yards throughout the Western Conference season. Wong again. He's diving, going through for the first down to about the 40. Four-yard line. It will be close to the first down. Juan Sheridan held him up, but I think that the Eskimos have it. The minute flag is up in the first quarter. It's a first down, Edmonton, on their 44-yard line. First down, Edmonton, on their 44. Montreal lead, 7-6. Minute flag is up in the first quarter. The ball is fumbled and picked up by Joey Powell, it looks like, on the 43. Jim Miller, rather. Rolly Miles fumbled the ball, and Jim Miller recovered for Montreal on the 42-yard line. Number 72, Jim Miller recovering for the Montreal Alouette on the 42-yard line. A break in favor of the Montreal Alouette. They intercepted the pass on their 10-yard line. Al Patterson intercepting his seventh of the year. And they turn that into the touchdown. Now a fumble recovered by Miller. Long, long pass intended, and it is good to Patterson for the touchdown. Al Patterson. And on the pass, but Patterson got in behind him and went for the touchdown. Patterson has had 10 touchdown, uh, 10 touchdown passes this season. And there he was, Hal Patterson, number 75 of North Carolina State. Korchak will attempt the extra point. It's good. And so, with only seconds remaining in the first quarter, it's Montreal 13, Edmonton 6. The Eskimos 
in cutting two imports, which they had to do to get down to the total of 10, cut Ruth Andrews, who this year in the Western Conference intercepted more uh, enough passes, rather, to set a new league mark. Andrews setting a new league record with his interception of passes and regarded as the finest safety man on pass defense in the league. However, as Andrews could not go both ways, he was one of the import cuts, along with guard Don Glantz. They're using Jackie Parker in that safety spot in place of Andrews for this Grey Cup game. The deep men for Edmonton are 81, or rather 94, Oscar Kruger and 98, Rolly Miles. There's Miles. Kickoff will be taken by 76, Bud Korchak. 13-6, Montreal lead. Seconds remaining in the first quarter. Ball going to about the 10-yard line, and Miles waiting. 15, the 20, the 25, dancing, trying to break loose to 30, and falling through to the 33. Nice bit of running by Miles before he was brought down the 33-yard line. Got Bud Korchak was in to make the tackle. They're separating them before they get them out of there. Mike Kovac, 57, also in on the tackle. It's first and ten, the Edmonton Eskimos on their 33-yard line. We're waiting for the final play in the first quarter with Montreal leading 13-6. Parker holding the ball at the 27. Fires the pass, intended for Brayden, and he couldn't get it. An interception is no good. It was picked up by Joey Powell, and the gun goes to end the first quarter of play. And the score at the end of the first quarter is Montreal 13, Edmonton 6. This Grey Cup game is coming to you from Vancouver. Here's to the everyday things that end up being everything. Here's to all things simple with casual clothing and footwear from Marks. Now for the second quarter of the Grey Cup game, here is Steve Douglas. It is the Edmonton Eskimos ball. It's second down. The ball is on the 33-yard line. The Eskimos are tired in their green and gold uniforms will then this quarter be moving from right to left on your television screen. The score is the Montreal Alouettes 13, the Edmonton Eskimos 6. A single was the first point chalked up in the ball game for Montreal. Edmonton returned with a touchdown and the Alouettes came back with two more, both converted. The second quarter then will be getting underway in just a few moments. Second down, 10 yards to go, Eskimos possession, their end of the field, their 33-yard line. And this crowd of something like 39 or perhaps 40,000 people at Vancouver's Empire Stadium has certainly been having itself a great ball this afternoon. There's the official whistle, and the second quarter is just about underway. Tommy Hugo, number 48, calls defensive signals for the Montreal Alouettes. Alouettes currently using a 7-2-2-1 defense against the Eskimos. Parker is back on a draw play up the middle. It's Normie Kwong, and he crashes across the 35-yard line, almost to the 39 before he is brought down. 
and Jimmy Miller, number 72 of the Alouettes, is the principal tackler. It is third down and roughly three yards to go. Bob Heidenfeld, number 75, does the Eskimos booting. And the Alouettes will send as their two deep men, Bill Bewley, number 80, and Joey Powell, number 82. Bewley to the left, and Powell moving around beside one of the officials. They're in the vicinity of their 35-yard line. Heidenfeld is standing on his own 27, will kick from about the 30. It is end over end to Powell at the 37-yard line. He's back at the 40 and is swarmed under by about five or six Eskimo tacklers. And the Alouettes will put the ball in play just shy of their own 40-yard line, first and 10. The Alouettes in front of the Eskimos by 13 points to six in the first minute of the second quarter. Double flank is for the Alouettes. J.C. Caroline to the near sidelines and Joey Powell. It's a draw play that goes nowhere. It is piled up right in the center of the line by Mr. Bill Briggs, number 40. He wasn't fooled at all. Jock Billick, the fullback, the ball carrier. It is right at the line of scrimmage, second down and 10 yards to go. The Eskimos' defense is roughly the same as the Alouettes, the 7-2-2-1. Double flank is again, the same two men. Caroline comes toward this side and Joey Pell goes to the far side. This time, Sam is gonna throw it. It's a long one to Caroline, all by himself at the 40. And he is brought down to where it's finally at the 30-yard line. Jackie Parker, number 91, the Eskimo quarterback. The last man who had a chance to get J.C. Caroline, who shook himself loose beautifully down there. On the 28-yard line, first and 10 for the Alouettes. The Alouettes this afternoon, in the last five or six minutes of the first quarter, and here early in the second quarter, into the second minute, are showing their strength through the air. Double flankers again, Pal left, Caroline right. Sam is back to throw. He's looking for Joey Pal, and it's knocked down, broken up by Johnny Bright, number 84. <laughs> Joey Pal, 82, was the intended receiver. And the man to the right there on your screen, Johnny Bright, number 84, succeeded in breaking it up. The ball was in the vicinity of the seven or eight yard line over in the far coffin corner. That is Sam Echeverry's first incomplete pass. He has been having himself through the air a very fine afternoon to date. Double flankers again, foul left, Caroline Wright. Recovered by Bob Heidenfeld, number 75, for the Edmonton Eskimos. It is on the 36-37 yard line. This ball game has had its share of breaks, and there is a decided one on behalf of Edmonton. Frank Anderson is the man who jarred the football out of the arms of quarterback Sam Echeverry, and Heidenfeld fell on the ball. It is on the official say the 36-yard line. Incidentally, in giving you starting lineups, I gave you Frank Anderson's number as 67, which we had been informed he would wear today because he was playing guard. It must be observed now that he is still wearing his old number 70. 
The Eskimos on the move offensively from their own 36-yard line. Jackie Parker calls the signals. Tommy Kwong is the ball carrier, tries to find a hole in the right side of the line, succeeds in picking up roughly four, perhaps five yards. Ron Sheridan, number 64, is the principal tackler for the LOS. To identify some of those boys, 74, there is Doug McNichol. That's Tommy Hugo walking around calling defensive signals. 77, Tom Moran. Number 60, Tex Calder. Hard to miss him. The pickup was four yards in the play to second down and six from the 40-yard line, Eskimo end of the field. And the play moves to the right with Parker in possession. Looking for a receiver, may elect to run. Fires down on the dead run. Competed to Johnny Bright at the 50-yard line. And Bright managed to scramble for a couple more yards before Tom Moran effectively put the stop on him. So it is Edmonton going through the air for a first down to the Alouette 48-yard line. First and 10, Edmonton from that point. We have 11 and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. And the Montreal Alouettes are leading the Edmonton Eskimos by 13 points to 6. Naomi Kwong is the ball carrier. He finds running room down across the 45-yard line to about the 42. Big Tex Colder, number 60, is one of the men. Jim Miller, number 72, getting up off that pile as well. And Tommy Hugo, number 48. You can just about count on the fingers of one hand the times that Hugo is not in on a tackle. They pick up with good for roughly seven yards at a second, just about three, and it's on the 41-yard line. Nice faking, and Johnny Bright is the ball carrier who gets that big hole and goes down the sideline. Patterson has a shot at him. He's still going all the way. Forty-one yards by that man who is going over to the sideline, Johnny Bright, to receive the congratulations that will be pounded on his back by members of the Eskimo team and coaching staff. It is 13-11 now with Bob Dean, the place-kicking specialist from the University of Maryland, plays with the Edmonton Eskimos, all set to try the conversion. Automatic Bob Dean does it again. And here in the Grey Cup final at Vancouver's Empire Stadium, the scoreboard shows you now Montreal Alouette 13 and the Edmonton Eskimos 12 with 10 minutes and 39 seconds remaining in the second quarter. A 74-yard sustained drive by the Alouettes with that 41-yard burst through the right side of the line. And Bright moved so fast he was into the secondary and through it before a couple of men had a chance to get him. They tried around the five-yard line, but he shook them off and went over standing up. Try the magic touch of push-button driving at your local Chrysler, Plymouth, or Dodge DeSoto dealer. And if I did say it's the same drive by the Alouettes, let's uh, hasten to correct that one. It was the Eskimos, of course. And the Edmonton Eskimos will do the booting now. Moving from right to left. 
And the field condition here at Vancouver's Empire Stadium, the condition of the turf at this moment, is pretty well excellent. The field is a little bit heavy, yes, but it is not being chewed up as some people thought it might be. Bob Dean will do the booting, and the deep men for the Montreal Alouettes in the vicinity of their five and ten yard line. Hal Patterson, number 75 there, and J.C. Caroline over to the right hand, number 85. Just two men, and a phony kickoff again. This time, Juan Sheridan waiting for it, has it. Runs diagonally across the field, and down he goes on the 54-yard line, the Alouette end of the field. And it's the second time that quick kickoff has been employed this afternoon by the Eskimos. The first time it worked, this time the Alouettes were alert and watching for it, and Sheridan came up with the ball. Laurie Hodgson was the man, the principal man, the first two or three, who put the tackle on Juan Sheridan at the 54-yard line, Montreal end of the field with Steve Mendrick assisting. So it is Alouette's ball, first and ten from that point. Alouettes are in front of the ball game, 13 points to 12. Single flanker right is Joey Powell. The pitch out comes to Caroline. Running behind, nice interference, but getting through for a nice tackle is Frank Anderson, one of the top crashing defensive ends in the country, who swept around the outside of the interference and grabbed hold of Caroline from the rear. Maybe a half-yard pickup on the play. That would be about all. Let's make it the 55-yard line. The football's nose is right on it, so it is second down and call it nine yards to go. Double flankers for the Alouettes. Pal goes to the far side, and Caroline is about a yard inside these sidelines. Sam is back to throw. He hits Pal at the 50, and Pal takes a couple of backward steps before he is down on the 51-yard line. Bill Briggs, number 40, and Mike Balkan, number 64. The pickup is to the 54-yard line, leaves the third down, roughly five to go. Kruger and Miles are the two deep men around the end zone as Colter Boots. A floater. Picked up by Don Simon of the Edmonton Eskimos, number 96. Around the 11-yard line. And he returns it to the 17, where Edmonton puts it in play. First and 10 with Tommy Hugo, the number one man on the tackle. Nine minutes and 40 seconds remain in the first half of this Grey Cup game from Vancouver's Empire Stadium with the Alouettes in front of the Eskimos by 13 points to 12. Alouettes set their defenses. And the Eskimos huddle in the vicinity of their five-yard line. The ball is on the 17, first and 10. Pitch out is to Normie Kwong, and he is hit by Juan Sheridan, the number one man to get him. And then along came Jim Satan, number 63, to help out. The 
Pickup on the play is roughly five yards. It is second down and five to go. The ball is on the 22-yard line. Raleigh Miles is the ball carrier. Parker fake the handoff to the first man who cracks through the center of the line, and there's a little bit of uh, fracas going on out there on the field between a couple of the boys. Juan Sheridan and Herb Capozzi made the stop. Raleigh Miles, the ball carrier. It is across the 25, just about half a yard. It is third and less than a yard to go. The Eskimos send in their punting formation, and the Alouettes send deep Bill Bewley, Joey Powell, Bewley number 80, Powell number 82. Heidenfeld, number 75, will kick for Edmonton. Bewley and Powell are in the vicinity of the 45-yard line, the Montreal end of the field. Bewley to the left, Powell to the right. Heidenfeld is standing on his 17-yard line, will kick from about the 20. It's a wobbler that Powell takes on the 52. Tries to escape one man, and that first man hit him, number 64. <laughs> Who is Mike Vulcan, B-O-L-C-A-N, Mike Vulcan, number 64, the first man to hit him, with assistance from Laurie Hodgson and Bill Briggs. And Powell went down on the 46-yard line. Alouette's ball there, end of the field, first and 10. Time remaining is 8 minutes and 25 seconds in the first half, and the Alouettes are in front by 13 points to 12. Double flankers go left this time for Montreal. The wide man is Caroline, the inside flanker is Powell. And the handoff went to Abruzzi, into the center of the line. The pickup on the play, roughly four yards. Up by Ted Tully, number 51. Give him three yards, make it second down and seven to go. This time the flankers are on each side. Bell goes to the left and Caroline comes this way. And Sam Echeverry goes through the air. Hits Red O'Quinn on a favorite pass play of his. And he is finally dragged down after he picked up sufficient yardage for a first down at the Edmonton 41-yard line. And Jackie Parker again had to make the tackle. First down for the Alouettes on the Edmonton 41-yard line. A 25-yard pickup on that pass play. Sam is going to throw again. He does. A wobbler. Complete to Powell at the 25-yard line. Parker once again is the man who makes the stop. That is 11 out of 12 now completed. He has missed only once this afternoon. Sam Echeverry. And there is a man injured on the play. It is first down for the Alouettes, 10 yards to go. The ball is on the 25-yard line, just barely across it. This afternoon, the Alouettes opened the scoring when Korchak's attempted field goal from the 16-yard line went wide and went for a single. Edmonton returned almost immediately with a touchdown with Normie Kwong, the producer. And then the Alouettes 
thanks to an interception by Hal Patterson, began to move downfield on the passing arm of Sam Etcheberry, and before the quarter was over, they came up with two converted touchdowns. And early in this period, 74-yard sustained drive by the Eskimos, topped off with a 41-yard burst to the right side of the Eskimo line by Johnny Bright, and we have that 13-12 ball game with 7 minutes and 22 seconds remaining to be played in the first half. We can identify, for those of you who are not too familiar, Joey Powell was the injured player, incidentally. He is getting up and being assisted from the field. Joey Powell, number 82, has been one of Sam Echeverry's favorite targets all season long. And once again this afternoon, he was proving himself to be a fine receiver. We certainly trust that there is nothing seriously wrong with Mr. Joey Powell of the Alouette. And that must be the feeling of just about everybody in this stadium, although naturally the stadium is pretty pro-Eskimo. All right, first and 10 from the 25-yard line. Sam fakes the handoff. Screen pass to Jacques Bellec. Gets a nice piece of blocking, and he's downed on the 15-yard line. Dale Minert, number 65, is the man who dragged him down. Al Makawecki enabled Jacques Bellec to pick up sufficient yardage that they're going to call for a measurement, just the second one of the afternoon. Makawecki threw a beautiful block for him. This is only inches short of a first down. And the officials place the ball down 15 yards in from the near sidelines on the 15-yard line. Second down for the Alouettes then, and inches to go. Tom Moran, number 77, has come in at flying wing to replace Joey Powell, who has gone to the dressing room. Sam throwing in the end zone. Patterson's all by himself, and he's got it. Sam got that football away just in the nick of time. Two men came charging in, but just a split second too late. And Patterson took the ball as it floated past the goalpost, all by his lonesome in the end zone. 65 yards, the Alouettes moved in just five plays for that touchdown. Six minutes and 44 seconds remain to be played in the second quarter. It is 18 to 12, and Korchak is going to try and make it 19. And he does. The Montreal Alouettes in front of the Edmonton Eskimos by 19 points to 12 with 6 minutes and 44 seconds left to go in the first half. 19, the Edmonton From the forward look comes flight sweep styling. See it in the 1956 cars at your Chrysler Plymouth and Dodge DeSoto dealer.
A touchdown by Hal Patterson. An all-around star at the University of Kansas. And the fellows of Montreal Alouettes are very happy to have on their roster and not on any opposition club. That was his second of the afternoon, both on passes. Bud Korchak, number 76, for the kickoff duties. Kruger and Miles are the two deep men for Edmonton. It is Miles at the 10-yard line, 15, 20, 25, still going at the 30, finding lots of running room, he's up to the 40, and down finally on the 47-yard line, with two or three bodies sprawled in the wake, and one Eskimo is hurt on that play. Ted Tully, Al Makawecki made the stop on him, along with Bill Buley. Bob Dean was shaken up on the play, a big Eskimo tackle, but he's up and ready to go back into action. The ball is on the 47-yard line. Eskimo into the field, and it is their possession. First and 10. Naomi Kwong down to the midfield stripe, and the pickup on the play is roughly nine yards. Second down, about a yard to go at midfield. Makwecki, number 79, the principal tackler for the Alouettes. Alouettes set themselves defensively, second down, a yard to go for the Eskimos at midfield. Kwong into the center for enough yardage to pick up the first down to about the 52-yard line. He has piled up there. John Blager, number 81, has part of him. 74, Doug McNichol. It is the first down for the Eskimos at the Alouette's 52-yard line. Jackie Parker has still got that football. Fires on the dead run, intended for Johnny Bright. He got his fingers on it, but couldn't do anything about it. Back there defending Moran, Caroline, and Patterson. Second down, 10 yards to go. Edmonton possession on Montreal's 52-yard line. Time remaining is 5 minutes and 25 seconds, and the Alouettes are leading the ball game by 19 points. To 12. Quarterback Jackie Parker talking to his fellow teammates, and out they come and over the ball. Play moves to the right. Parker's still faking. He's still got it again. Getting some nice uh, blocking, and he's running with Hugo chasing him. And he's forced out of bounds on the far side of the field after taking up a first down to about the 34 yard line. Nifty piece of leather lugging by Jackie Parker. It is a first down, and J.C. Caroline had to get him. Raleigh Miles helped out on that run by throwing that key block and enabled Parker to spring down those far sidelines. So it is Edmonton's ball now, first and ten, at the 34-yard line. The five-minute signal has just been given. Five minutes to go in this second quarter. Johnny Bright, the ball carrier, tries the left side of the line, is down to about the 30, and Makawecki is the principal man to get him. 
along with Juan Sheridan, number 79, Makwecki, and 64, Sheridan. The ball is right on the 30-yard line, a pickup of four yards, second down, and six to go. Good huddle shot as Parker talks to the Eskimos. Second and six from the 30. Naomi Kwong, the China Clipper, crashes down across the 25-yard line to about the 22. Sufficient for a first down? Yes, it is. And this decidedly pro-Eskimo crowd of some 39,000 folks at Empire Stadium, Vancouver, begins to whoop it up just a little bit. Makowecki once again was the principal tackler on that last play. The ball is on the 22-yard line. Alouette into the field, Eskimo possession. Parker still got it. Looks for a receiver in the end zone, fires deep. Steve Bendiak, number 71, was the intended receiver. Just past his outstretched fingertips. Madison and Caroline defending very tight. So it is second, and still 10 to go, from the 22-yard line. is the Normie Kwong and he goes down charging to about the 15-yard line before he is stopped down there by Doug McNichol, principally the first man to hit him, number 74. Normie Kwong, number 95 of the Eskimos. The football is just short of the 15-yard line. So it is third down and roughly three yards to go. So what is a quarterback going to do in a case like this? If he chooses to, the football is in an ideal position for a field goal attempt. It is directly in front of the goal post. Well, we'll see what Mr. Parker elects. He is going to go through the air. Intend to force him through the head and throw for a touchdown. Bob Heidenfeld, number 75, took that ball in about the five-yard line. Actually, it looked as if Parker was going to run the ball himself. But all of a sudden, there was Heidenfeld, and he picked it out of the air and spun around right into the end zone. Wow. 19 to 17 now, three minutes and five seconds left to go in the first half. Bob Dean, number 61, to try the conversion. 100 yards, they went on 10 plays, right, Bill? 10, good. It is good. And we've got a one-point ball game again with the Montreal Alouettes on the long end of it. 19 to 18 for the Edmonton Eskimos. Three minutes, five seconds remain to the end of the first half. And the experts who called for a high-scoring ball game are probably in their element right now with 37 points chalked up so far. Likewise, those who said this would be a tight ball game. A point has just been erased, but not from the scoreboard as yet. 
It is not going to be a race from the scoreboard. Leave it up there. The announcement first said that there was a holding penalty against the Eskimos on the conversion, which would nullify the point after Dean had booted it through the uprights. Then the announcement was corrected to make the holding penalty against the Montreal Alouettes. So the point stays and the score remains 19 to 18 in favor of Montreal. Patterson and Caroline are the two deep men in the vicinity of the seven yard line at the Montreal end of the field to the left as Dean prepares for the kickoff, which he probably will, he does. To Caroline at the nine yard line. He is back to the 15, 20. Down he goes on the 26. So it will be Alouette's ball, first and 10 from their own 26 yard line. The three minute indication to the end of the second quarter has just been given from the field. First and 10, Montreal from their own 26-yard line. Ted Tully, number 51, calls defensive signals for Edmonton. Double flankers for the Alouettes, although Tom Moran, who is playing in place of the injured Joey Powell, isn't out too far. Abruzzi upended behind the line of scrimmage. And the man who hit him was Johnny Bright, number 84, hit him first. There is a loss in the play of almost two yards, so it is second down and 12 to go. Back to just about the 24-yard line. Bright charged through very fast. Upended to Bruzzi, who got up and tried to move ahead. But by that time, a couple of Bright's teammates from the Eskimos had come in. Tom Moran is flanking out to the right, but about five yards from the right end, O'Quinn. And Sam has still got it. He'll go through the air. He does, intended for O'Quinn. Overshoots him by about five yards. Being guarded by Rolly Miles and Jackie Parker. And that is only the second pass that Sam Echeverry has failed to complete so far this afternoon. He has had a remarkable day so far. It is third down, roughly 12 yards to go, so Tex Calder will have to put that big right foot to the football. Simon and Kruger are the two deep men for Edmonton in the vicinity of their 40-yard line. Kruger against the far sidelines and Simon in the lower right-hand side of your screen right now. Colder kicks from about the 17, very nearly blocked, and he got off a low wobbler that is finally picked up and dropped at the 50-yard line. Con Kelly, number 82, is finally downed on the 54-yard line, so it will be first and 10 for Edmonton from that point. Push-button driving is here. Speed in the cars of a forward look from Chrysler of Canada. There remains one minute and 50 seconds in the first half to be played with the Alouettes in front of the Eskimos by 19 to 18. Edmonton in possession and the nose of that football is just shy of the midfield stripe. Parker still got it bootlegged nicely. Fires down, it is completed to Bendiak and down he goes on about the 42 yard line. J.C. Caroline makes the tackle on him. Steve Bendiak, number 71, the recipient of that pass from Jackie Parker. First down for the Eskimos at the Alouette 41-yard line. Johnny Bright, the ball carrier. And he is nailed first by Jimmy Miller, 
pushed around a bit, and finally the play stopped in the vicinity of the 37-38 yard line. Pickup on the play will be roughly three yards, maybe two. They'll call it second down and about eight to go. And the man with the minute flag has now gone out to the sideline, but the flag is not up as yet. The clock shows a minute and 13 seconds remaining in the first half. Alouettes currently are using an umbrella-type defense. Here's a flat pass out to Normie Kwong. He gets away from the first man and is hit by Tom Hugo. First, number 48. And Juan Sheridan, number 64, also had a piece of that tackle. It will be roughly one yard short of a first down at the 32-33 yard line, and the minute flag has now gone up. Just about a yard remaining. The Eskimos going to go for that yard, which could be a vital one. Parker's going to go through the air for it. If he can spot a receiver, he throws a long one down here. Oh, Patterson almost intercepted. Not quite. It was intended for Raleigh Miles. Patterson timed his dive for that ball perfectly, but just couldn't hang on to it. So the Alouettes take over possession. About halfway between the 30 and 35 yard line at the Montreal end of the field, it is first and 10. Into the last minute of play of the first half. With the Alouettes in front by 19 to 18, a ball game packed with football thrills every minute so far. Echeverry is back to throw at the 25-yard line. Throws long intended for Patterson. And no good. Nice defending by the two Eskimos who were down there. Parker is one of them. And Wilsey is the other. Parker number 91 and Ray Wilsey number 92. Double defending on Hal Patterson. The Montreal Alouette's left end who was down trying to pull in that football thrown by Sam Echeverry. So it is second down and 10 to go in the last seconds of the first half. Ball on the Montreal 32-yard line. Moran is a very short flanker to the left. And Sam is going to go through the air again if he doesn't get nailed. And Anderson, man, he came in fast. Sam didn't have a chance to cock his arm, let alone throw the football. Anderson was swarming all over him. And the ball now is back just inside the 25-yard line. Third down. Roughly 18 yards left to go. So the Alouettes will have to do some putting, and the Eskimos will have possession once again in the dying seconds of the half. The Eskimos have sent just one man back so far. That's Roy Miles. He's standing on the Montreal 50-yard line. Colder goes back to his own 15. This is the last play of the first half. The minute flag has gone down. Miles has it, and Miles boosts it back up the field. The only man there is Colder. He fumbles it. It's being chased around, and there's a penalty going to come up. There are two markers down on the field. Parker finally picks the ball up, and the penalty should be for no yard, quite obviously.
the gun has not sounded as yet, although the minute flag has gone down. And we will have time for one more play on that penalty. It is the Alouette ball then. At their own 31-yard line. First and 10 from that point. So the Edmonton strategy had a little backfire attached to it. Etcheverry still got it. Intended for and completed to Jacques Bellec, who is down at the 48-yard line as the gun sounds to end football activities in the first half. The Montreal Alouette leading 19 to 18, our first and 10 on their 28-yard line. Ball 15 yards in from the far sideline. Joey Powell is the flanker to the left. Ball handed off and going down to about the 35 to 37-yard line was Jack Bullock. He got to the 30, about the 37, before Ted Tully, 51, made the tackle. It's going to be a yard short of a first down. Second and one for Montreal. Second and one, Montreal, and they're 36. Edgeberry gives that ball off, and there is little or no gain. It's going to be very close when they start to measure for the first down. Tackle was made by Dale Miner, 65. And Ted Tully, 51, J.C. Caroline carrying number 85 for the Montreal Alouettes. Offensively for Montreal, J.C. Caroline, 85 at right half. The left half is Patabruzzi, 83. Jack Bullock, 87, the fullback. Joey Powell, the flying wing, number 82. Sam Echeverry, the quarterback, number 92. Powell just went back into the game. It is short of a first down. Inches to a first down. Going back to the lineup of Montreal. Red O'Quinn, 73, the right end. Hal Patterson, 75, the left end. The two tackles are Colder, 60. And Satan, 63. The guards, Crawlick, 56. And McElwicky, 79. Tom Hugo, 48, the center. Miles and Simon, 98 and 96 are deep. The kick by Colter, coming from the 25. Down to the 40. Taken on the 40 by Kruger. And Kruger goes to the 44. Kruger getting to the 44 before he is tackled by Herb Capozzi, number 61 of the Montreal Alouettes, and that was a shoestring tackle, as you saw. He just nailed it. It's first and ten. Edmonton Eskimos on their 44-yard line. The Eskimos trailing 19-18 in what has been a great ball game, a thriller, and I think we can safely say a vastly improved ball game between two vastly improved clubs over the Grey Cup of 1954, although there's no doubt that that was a thriller and will remain in football fans' minds for a long, long time. The give on the play goes to Lindley, and Lindley is up to the 46-yard line. One of the few times that Lindley has carried the ball on the ground in this game. Ron Sheridan, 64, was the tackler for Montreal, along with Tom Hugo, 48. It's a gain of five and will be second and five for the Edmonton Eskimos from the 49-yard line, their own 49. And that goes to Kwong, and Kwong is still rolling. He is stopped by number 75, Hal Patterson, finally, who got down in front of him on the 53-yard line. It's a first down. Herb Kowick was also in on that tackle, and Juan Sheridan. First and ten from the 54-yard line of the Montreal Alouettes for the Edmonton Eskimos. 
This had been billed as a game between two great defenses. However, it has thus far been a game between two extremely fine offenses. Parker with nice faking is holding. A long, long pass in the clear, unable to get it. 81, Earl Lindley, the ball was thrown over his head. He got behind number 82, Joey Powell, who was covering on the play. Lindley was in the clear. Montreal making a change as Powell comes out of the ball game, and number 65, Bruce Coulter, goes in for the Alouette. It's second and 10, Edmonton, on the 54-yard line of Montreal. That single point beginning to look big, although we are just early in the third quarter. 1918, Montreal leading Edmonton. The ball is pitched at Swan, trying to find yardage. He stops at the 50. It'll be a gain of about three yards. That will make it third and seven and force the Eskimos to kick. Juan Sheridan, 64, was the tackler with center linebacker John Blacher, number 81, coming in on the tackle also. Bob Heidenfeld, 75, does the punting for the Edmonton Eskimos. He averaged 43.1 yards in the Western Conference during the season. One of the top imports with the Edmonton team. Johnny Williams, 86, and Bill Bewley, 80, are the deep men for Montreal. Good kick, beautiful kick. He's going to drop it about five, and it's taken by number 80. He's going to break it. Julian, Julian smeared back on about the one-yard line. Bill Bewley fumbled that ball and then fell on it back on his one. It'll be first and ten Montreal on their one-yard line. As Bill Bewley fumbled and Roley Cook, 60, of the Edmonton Eskimos, creamed him on that one-yard line after he'd fallen on his own fumble. It's first and ten, Montreal on their one-yard line. Now the Eskimos, with Montreal as deep in their zone as they can get, will try to hold them in there. You've got a six, seven-man line by the Eskimos. A ball is going to be a safety touch, I believe, in the end zone. Let's see what, no, they pushed him back. He got out to about the two, but was pushed back. Pat Abruzzi, 83. Pat Abruzzi, pushed back by the entire right side of that Eskimo line. He got to the one-yard line, the line of scrimmage, but no further. He was pushed back in. He was not stopped before he got over the line, over the goal line. So it's second and ten. Etcheverry running into one of his own men, fires the pass, and the pass is knocked down. No chance for an interception. Red O'Quinn was the intended receiver, and Ted Tully had his hands on it, but could not hold on to the ball. Number 51 is Ted Tully, one of the top Canadians with the Edmonton Eskimos, and their fine inside linebacker on the left side. Tully is a Vancouver boy who's been playing five years with the Eskimos, 25, 220 pounds. Don Simon, 96, and 94, Oscar Kruger, the deep man, 20 yards into his end zone, Coulter kicking. It's dropping on the 40 and taken on the 40 by Kruger, the 35, going forward to the 30, that's it at the 30. Four tacklers hitting him on the 30-yard line, 72, Jim Miller leading the way along with 79, Al Makowicki, and 74, Doug McNichol. 61, Herb Capozzi, also aided in the stop. 
So the Eskimos have taken advantage of what was a fumble by Bill Bewley of the Montreal Alouettes. They had them on the one-yard line. The Alouettes were unable to get out, and it's first and ten, Edmonton on the 30 of Montreal. You can just feel the excitement. Parker has the ball. He is running to the 25, going to the 20, still driving, and right down on the 16. One Sheridan 64, neck locking him down on that 16-yard line. 74, Doug McNichol also holding on, along with number 63, Jim Staten. It's a first down on the 16, after a fine run by Parker as he kept it. First and 10 on the 16-yard line of the Montreal Alouette for the Edmonton Eskimos, Montreal leading 19-18, and 10 minutes, 20 seconds left in the third quarter. Ball is given out to Lindley. Lindley trying to go, got over the line of scrimmage for about three. He was nailed by Sheridan, who pushed him back. Coulter in behind to aid with the pushing. Juan Sheridan, the initial tackler. And Tom Hugo, number 48, getting up off the bottom. It's a gain of two yards with the ball on the 14-yard line and will be second and eight, Edmonton Eskimos, on the 14 of the Montreal Alouette. You can just hear and feel the fever and excitement of this crowd. The ball is handed off to Lindley, finds the five, the three, the two. He's at the goal line, but I don't think he's over. Holding on to him with a tight grip are 65, Bruce Coulter. And 75 was Hal Patterson, who had his arms around the legs of Earl Lindley. First and goal to go from the one for Edmonton. Ball on the one, first and goal to go. Quang going, he's got the touchdown. There's Army China Clipper Quang coming out, patting Bob Dean as he comes back. And for the second time in the ball game, the Eskimos lead. Normie Quang, the China Clipper. Number 61, Bob Dean, will attempt the extra point for the Edmonton Eskimos. Ray Wilsey, 92, holds. It's good. 24, Edmonton, 19, Montreal. 24 for Edmonton, 19 for Montreal. That is the second time in the game that the Edmonton Eskimos have taken the lead. They trailed early in the going as a result of a single by Montreal. Then a touchdown put Edmonton into the lead. Six to one as Dean kicked the convert. However, Montreal caught up with a touchdown of their own and stayed in the lead until the third quarter, nine minutes and 20 seconds, when Kwong went over for the touchdown that gave the Edmonton Eskimos the lead they now have of 24 to 19. And it still remains a battle of the offenses. The passing of Echeverry has been the telling point for the Montreal Alouettes, as everyone predicted. And the running of the Edmonton Eskimos has been the feature for the Western Conference champion. 
The deep men for Montreal in this kickoff are situated at the 10-yard line. There's 75, Hal Patterson. And 85, J.C. Caroline. There's Caroline. Kickoff will be taken from the 45. Miles and Parker still there for the potential short kickoff, which could happen at any time. They practiced this for about two months before they actually used it in the WIFU. It's a long kickoff back to the five. Patterson waiting on the four, the 10, the 15, the 20, the 25. Nice interference, the 30, and he ran into his own interference as he was nailed on the 30-yard line. Hit on the 30-yard line by Mike Vulcan, number 64. So Vulcan, a Hamilton boy who played with the Kitchener-Waterloo champions of the ORFU last year, Staff Patterson on the 30 and it's first and 10 Montreal on their own 30-yard line. Sam talking to the players. Sam, the rifle, Echeverry. Five-four-three defense by Edmonton. Echeverry in the air. His pass is good. It's taken in the air by Tom Moran, and Moran is stopped on the 39-yard line. This may be a yard short of a first down. We'll see exactly where they place it. 51, Ted Tully. 70, Frankie Anderson. And 84, Johnny Bright. We're in on the tackle of Moran. It is a first down. They got it just over the line of the 35-yard line, or the 40-yard line, rather. Montreal, our first and 10 on the 40, and Echeverry is continuing his great passing display. Pat Abruzzi flanks to the lower portion of the screen. Echeverry to pass. He throws. It's good to Moran again. Right? Slips it out on the plate to Abruzzi. Abruzzi trying to go, but the play had been stopped. Rather, it was Red O'Quinn that took that. With Jackie Parker, 91, there to nail O'Quinn. 73, Red O'Quinn, who put on such a great display in the Grey Cup of 1954, grabbed that pass from Sam Echeverry. Hooking in to take it. On the 48-yard line, he... Lateraled it to Pat Abruzzi, but the play had been whistled down. It's first and ten, Montreal. They've advanced to the 48-yard line from their own 30. Double flankers on Moran and Bewley. Etcheverry into the right flat for the pass. O'Quinn can't get his hands on it. Rolly Miles, 98, covering O'Quinn, 73. Second and ten, Montreal on the 48. Eight minutes, eight seconds remaining in the third quarter. 24, Edmonton, 19, Montreal. The rain has held out. The weatherman yesterday said we were going to have rain all day and throughout the game, but the Premier of British Columbia stated that this being B.C., he felt the weatherman would be wrong and they'd let the Grey Cup go without rain. Well, it looks like Mr. Bennett has been correct because we do not have rain. And, uh, there appears to be little likelihood that we will have any throughout the game. The temperature is in the high 30s. Moran is flanking, a short flanker to the left. Etcheverry at the 55. Long, long pass. That's intended for Patterson, and it's knocked down nicely by Parker, 91. Al Patterson, 75, turning on the four-yard line to take that pass of 54 yards from Sam Etcheverry, but 91, Jackie Parker, just got his fingers on it, as you saw. It's the kicking down for Montreal, third and ten, on the 48-yard line. Dex Coulter will put the boot into it. 
And the deep men going back to about the five-yard line for the Edmonton Eskimos are 96 Don Simon and 94 Oscar Kruger. Kick comes from the 50. It's a low, wobbly boot that goes to the 10-yard line, bounces once, and is taken by Simon. He is nailed after he hits the 15 and slides to the 17. The shoe spring tackle to bring him down by number 73, Red O'Quinn. The Eskimos leading 24-19 with 7 minutes, 32 seconds left in the third quarter. Take over first and 10 on their 16-yard line. Offensively, the Eskimos have Earl Lindley, 81, Johnny Bright, 84, Normie Kwong, 95, and 98, Rolly Miles, and they'll line up that way left to right. Jackie Parker is the quarterback. Heidenfeld and Bendiak, 71 and 75 are the ends. Dean, Minor the tackles, Anderson and Walker the guards, and Kurt Burris, 42, over the ball at center. The ball is given out to Bright. Bright going to the 25. He's up to the 28-yard line and hitting the 28 by number 77, Moran. Tom Moran with a shoestring tackle stops Johnny Bright after a first down has been accomplished on the 28-yard line. It's first and 10, Edmonton on their 28. Tom Hugo, 48, calling the defensive signals for Montreal. Let's see what defense the Alouettes are going to go into. They got a five-man line with uh, two linebackers in tight. Parker gives the ball to Kwong, and Kwong slides to the 38. Tom Moran, 77, that shoestring tackle again. And that's one of the few ways you can stop Kwong. You hit him above those legs, and he'll churn for four or five yards. You knife him low, and you're liable to bring him down without... Kwong taking too much advantage of the fact that you're just holding on to him. He can go for five or six yards after you've got a good grip. They're measuring, see if it's the first down. The nose of the ball must reach the end. It hasn't thus far. They're sliding it back and forth to see if that nose is within reach. Everybody's having a look. It did reach at the first down. The forward nose of the ball at the forward point is the deciding issue on whether it's a first down or not. So Edmonton have a first down on their 38-yard line. Parker with beautiful faking to Lindley, and Lindley at the 45 is nailed. Hit hard on that 45. McNichol came roaring in, and the big and extremely good defensive end of the Montreal Alouettes was in there to nail Earl Lindley. McNichol is the defensive right end. Doug is 245 pounds, 6 foot 4 inches. Went to Western University. This is his third year with the Alouettes, and he is on the all-star defensive team of the Big Four. Ball handed off to Bright. Bright going for first down to the 54. Two string tackle on that 54-yard line, stopping... Johnny Bright, and the tackle was made by Tom Hugo, 48. This offense by the Edmonton Eskimos in their lineup is exactly the same as the one that they started with in the game. They've used this all the way throughout without exception. This exact lineup that we see on the field now for Edmonton. An umbrella defense by Montreal. The ball is given to Kwong, and it's a pushing action to the 49. Everybody was in there to make that stop on Kwong. 
A number of initial tacklers, however. Tom Hugo was one of them, and Tex Colder, 60, was another, and 63, Jim Satan, was another. Satan had been enjoying his finest year in the Big Four this season with the Montreal Alouette. It paid out for him also. Parker turning with the ball. He's holding. Running now on the keeper. The 45 upended on the 45 of the Alouette. Stopped on that 45 of the Alouette, then hit hard by 85 J.C. Caroline. This is going to be very close to the first down. We'll see exactly where they put the ball. They're going to measure. There has only been one penalty in the ball game. That was the no-yard penalty on what would have been the final play of the first half. So that's the only penalty we've seen in a good, hardly played between ball games. First down. Normie Kwong talking to the referee-in-chief, Paul Dojak of Regina. Five minutes, two seconds remaining in the third quarter. 24-19, Edmonton lead Montreal. Montreal in that umbrella defense again. Ball given to Lindley. Lindley is at the 30, and he's brought or the 35, and he's brought down the 33. This is going to be another first down. On that 33-yard line, it was J.C. Caroline. And number 64, Ron Sheridan. First down. What is this? Four first downs they reeled out, but this is that five. Five first downs wheeled out by the Edmonton Eskimos as they lie the ball on the 35. First and 10. Ball is pitched out to Johnny Bright. Following his interference to the 30, the 25 still driving on the 22, and he's knocked over uh, by Bruce Calder, 65 and 48, Tom Hugo. There's a handkerchief on the play, and this is the second one that we've seen in the ball game. The second one in the Grey Cup. Illegal blocking against the Edmonton Eskimos. Illegal interference is the official call. Illegal interference, the official call of 15, a 10-yard penalty from the line of scrimmage to the 35. And that brings it to the 45 to make it second and 20. Although the game was down to the 22 and would have been a first down, illegal interference, in other words, blocking past the 10 yards, was called against the Western champion. They take it back to the line of scrimmage and jack out 10 yards from that point, which puts, puts it on the 45, second and 20. 24-19. Edmonton leading Montreal, four minutes, 23 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Will be their strong side. Parker's holding. In the air, he fires, and the pass is completed to 25 miles, the 20. He's driving for the 15 and brought down hard on that 15-yard line. Number 81, John Blacher. And 65, Bruce Coulter with the tacklers. Parker hitting Miles, and that is Parker's favorite target. He gets Miles on the 
sidelines and hits him. However, in the Western final against Winnipeg, he had Miles going down the sidelines and cutting in to take the passes. We haven't seen that yet. The ball is given to Quan. Quan's at the five. The two-spring tackle at the five-yard line. By number 48, Tom Hugo. Normie hitching his pants as he goes back into that huddle. This is the pro-Western crowd, as you can undoubtedly hear. They're whooping it up. Some of the fans are in the end zone trying to act as cheerleaders. Coulter and Moran. That's Bruce Coulter and John Moran have come out of the game for the Montreal Alouettes. It is first and goal to go, or rather second. Second and a yard to go from the five-yard line. The ball is given to Kwong, and Kwong drives to about the three. It'll be first and goal to go from the three-yard line. The entire right side of that line stopping Normie Kwong. So it is first and goal to go from the three for the Edmonton Eskimos. They lead 24-19 over the Montreal Alouettes. Kwong directly behind Parker. He's given to Kwong, and Kwong is pushed back after hitting about the two. Helmet rolls off. He was hit extremely hard. Bill Bewley, 80, was one of the tacklers, along with 48, Tom Hugo. But it's pretty well all the line in there, as Montreal were using an eight-man line. McNichol, 74, 245 pounds, and roaring in. And the three-minute whistle has gone in the third quarter. Second, goal to go from the two-yard line. Or they're making it to three. It's the three. No gain by Kwong. The ball is pitched out to Bright. Bright goes over for the touchdown. player attempting to stop Bright right at the goal line has been injured. Bright bowled him over to get that touchdown for Edmonton and in so doing injured the player. We'll try to pick him up for you as soon as we can. That attack by the Eskimos, 96 yards on eight first downs. They went 96 yards on eight first downs for the touchdown. Have you been able to pick out the injured Montreal player? Looks like J.C. Caroline. I believe it is J.C. Caroline that they're working on at the goal line. Bob Dean will attempt the extra point for the Eskimos, who now lead 29 to 19. This has been an extremely fine ball game. And this third quarter continued from the first half that we saw, which will probably go down as one of the finest ball games between two of the finest professional teams ever produced in Canada. It is Caroline. Al Walker spotting the Eastern team. The Montreal Alouette for states that it is Caroline. It's his right knee. Here is the official crowd, a new Grey Cup attendance record, 39,417. Repeating that, 39,417 fans at Empire Stadium in Vancouver 
for this 1955 version of the Grey Cup. Number 89, Sam Derrick goes in for J.C. Caroline, and there is a blow to the Montreal Alouettes as Caroline has been playing a fine all-around game, offensive and defensively. Dean, 61 attempts the point. 92 will be hold. The kick is good. 30, Edmonton. 19, Montreal. As Steve told you, the experts were calling for a lot of scoring in this game. And they're getting it. And there will probably be a lot more scoring before the final whistle blows. Two minutes, 20 seconds remain in the third quarter. The Eskimos will kick off then to the Montreal Alouette. And we'll undoubtedly see Sam the Rifle Echeverry firing to his fine end. And uh, the halfbacks he has that can scoop down and pick up those passes. The deep men going back to the five-yard line for the Montreal Alouette. They just have a single deep man at the present time. That's Johnny Williams, 86. And now Bewley, 80, goes deep. There's 80, Bewley. Johnny Williams is to the right of him. Bewley's turning, as a matter of fact. He was talking to Bewley there. Two men standing beside that ball, waiting for the kickoff by Dean. It could be the short or the long one. It's the long kickoff, bouncing and kicking its way to the 15. Bewley has it at the 15. Starts to the 20. Trying to follow interference, but it's not there, and he's nailed on the 23-yard line by Mike King, number 62. There were two or three players in there, but King hit him the hardest with the most assist, and Frankie Morris, 52, was underneath on the tackle. First and 10, Montreal on the 23-yard line. 51, Ted Tully calls defensive signals for the Edmonton Eskimos. Dewey is a flanker to the right. The pass to a Quinn at the 40. He is upended on the 43 by Parker. First and 10, Montreal on the 43-yard line. And this passing attack of the Montreal Alouettes that can grab touchdowns in a real hurry compared to the slower process of grinding it out on the ground that is used by the Edmonton Eskimos is trying to strike back if they trail 30-19. Buley, 80, flanks to the right. 77, Moran, flanks to the left. Echeverry Rush runs to the 45, filled on the 46. He rolled to about the 47, and that's where they'll put the ball. So it is a gain of five yards. Frankie Anderson, 70, had roared in to trap him. Anderson has been going around and cutting in behind to make many of his tackles in this ball game, and he's been very effective. Make it a four-yard gain. It's second and six. Bewley, Moran, the flankers again. A hook pass is good on the 51-yard line. Been pushing him back all the way down the line. Jim Miller, 72. He's the defensive end, actually, playing offensive end in Patterson's place. It's a first down on the 50-yard line. The minute flag up in the third quarter. 
The minute flag is up in the third quarter. 77 Moran flanks to the top portion of the screen. Buley 80 to the bottom portion. That's a very to pass. Throws the pass. Buley on the 40. Goes to the 38-yard line. He is hit hard on that 38. Parker had him. Along with 40 of the Edmonton Eskimos. Bill Briggs. It's uh, first down again, and they're rolling it off with seconds remaining in the third quarter. The ball is on the 36-yard line of the Edmonton Eskimos, and Edmonton leads 30-19. Montreal are using the spread formation. Now they're trying to clear the field. I don't know if it's a cameraman or a fan who's been standing down by the goalpost. It's a fan, so his buddy's come to take him off the field. Steve Douglas remarked the ball game was completed before it was started as far as color was concerned because the dog elected to run across the field before it started instead of during play. There are, there's just two, or are just two, I should say, of the riotous 30 or 40,000 fans in this city. The pass is complete to the 25-yard line and down to the 23-yard line. A good pass taken by Tom Moran, the tackle by Ray Wilsey, 92. Tom Moran playing flying wing in place of 82, Joey Powell. Buley has taken over for Calder. They're using the spread formation again with the flankers to right and left. Pass going to the five-yard line, and it is intercepted on the five by Jackie Parker. There's a handkerchief on the play, and it's getting rough as piling starts on. Number 63, Jim Staten, and 51, Ted Tully, appear to be pushing in there, along with 50, Walker, Art Walker of the Eskimos. The handkerchief down, this will be the third penalty. And it could see a penalty for piling on. It is unnecessary roughness. It's a 25-yard penalty against the Montreal Alouette. Twenty-five yards against the Montreal Alouettes for unnecessary roughness. Jackie Parker intercepting a pass of Sam Echeverry. The pass that Echeverry threw was intended for 77 Tom Moran. Parker intercepted it, went back to the 12, and the officials called it for unnecessary roughness. A few tempers exploded, but the officials kept it under control. It could have become much worse. 51, Ted Tully, the captain of the Edmonton Eskimos, is up talking to the officials now. Referee in chief Paul Dojak and 48, Tom Hugo, captain of the Montreal Alouettes, is standing there. Now Tully goes off the field. Or he's going over for advice. He's going off the field. So it's first and ten. The Edmonton Eskimos as a break goes their way. Picking out that pass from Echeverry intended for Moran. And then the 25-yard roughing penalty. The ball is handed to Normie Kwong. And Kwong hits up to the 40-yard line. Hit there by 79 Al McElwicky and 74 Doug McNichol of the Montreal Alouette. They place the ball on the 40-yard line, and it will be second and seven. A three-yard gain by Kwong as we start the fourth quarter. The score at the end of the third quarter is Edmonton 30, Montreal 19. This game is coming to you from Vancouver.
The all-star game between East and West slated for Toronto's Varsity Stadium next Saturday, December the 3rd, will be televised to our Eastern Network Live and will be shown by a kinescope recording later to our unconnected station. Here's to the everyday things that end up being everything. Here's to all things simple with casual clothing and footwear from Marks. Final quarter of this game between Edmonton and Montreal. Steve? The Edmonton Eskimos who are currently leading this Grey Cup final at Vancouver's Empire Stadium by 30 points to 19 have chalked up 330, 333 yards on the ground. And they have an 11-point margin by 30 to 19. The same two ball clubs at Varsity Stadium in Toronto last year piled up a total of 51 points. Edmonton won that ball game by 26-25. And you have to go way back to 1923 for a score that totaled by both clubs more than 51 points. The lights have just been turned on here at Empire Stadium, Vancouver. Back in 1923, Queen's University powerhouse overwhelmed the Regina Rough Riders by 54 to nothing. And with 15 minutes of football remaining here in Vancouver, we have already piled up 49 points. And Etcheverry unquestionably will be firing the football throughout the final 15-minute session. So the score may go higher on either side. Large consultation at the 40-yard line, the Eskimo 40-yard line end of the field. Finally breaking up apparently to everyone's satisfaction and we'll go to work for 15 minutes. It is second down for the Eskimos on their own 40-yard line and they have approximately six or seven yards to pick up for a first down. Alouettes again using the umbrella type defense against them. Beautiful faking, and Raleigh Miles breaks into the secondary beautifully. Sam Dara, number 89, is the man who got him. Miles just sprung himself loose. First down, Edmonton at the Montreal Alouette, 52-yard line. First and 10. That burst by Miles was reminiscent of the 41-yard jaunt that Johnny Bright took for the touchdown earlier in the game when he went through the line and into the secondary so fast that nobody had a chance to do more than put a hand on him. Tommy Kwong tries the center, picks up maybe two, maybe three yards. Tommy Hugo, number 48, the principal tackler on him. They pick up his maybe for four yards, so make it second down and six to go. And that is Tom Hugo, who calls the defensive signals for the Montreal Alouette. 72 at the bottom of your screen is Jim Miller. Right next to him, Big Tech Colder, number 60. Pitch out is to Kwong, who's running wide around left end, cutting back, picking up yardage, perhaps for the first down to roughly the 42-yard line. Tom Moran, 77 of the Alouettes, the principal tackler, along with the ever-present Mr. Hugo. First down. 
Ball on the 42-yard line. First and 10 for the Eskimos, and that is the Alouette, 42. Parker bootlegging, sweeping right around left end, getting a honey of a block thrown for him. He's down to the 25-yard line before he comes down. It was Bob Dean, the Eskimo tackle, who threw a block, and down finally Parker went to the 22-yard line. First and 10. Eskimo's ball, first and ten from the Alouette's 23-yard line. Pitch out is to Kwong. He tries the left side. He's across the 20 to about the 18 and piled up there. Juan Sheridan, number 64. Tommy Hugo, number 48. Both on the tackle. And to pick up on the play is four yards. It is second down and six to go. Ball on the 18-yard line. The Eskimos are in front by 30 points to 19 with 12 minutes and 45 seconds remaining in this Grey Cup game at Vancouver. Man in motion, Johnny Bright. And the handoff is to Raleigh Miles who gets down to the 15-yard line. He has piled up there, Sam Darrow, number 89. And Juan Sheridan, number 64, who has been playing a tremendous game defensively for the Alouettes this afternoon. The ball is right at the 15-yard line. It is third down and roughly two yards to go, so Bob Dean, the place-kicking and field goal specialist of the Eskimos, probably will get a chance to do just that if he can. Ray Wilsey has come in, number 92. He will hold for Bob Dean. Ball will be placed down on the 22-yard line. Dean kicks. It is no good. It is no good, and there are fans out in the end zone, as you can see, which obviously spoils any possibility of the ball being run out if some Alouette had any ideas along those lines. Instead, the fans came out scrambling for the football. The officials, as you can see, as we go in close with our Zuma lens, are having a little huddle to decide exactly what they're going to do. We even have a small fan, about eight years old variety, who broke into that official huddle. What he found out, I'm not quite sure, because the huddle is still going on. <laughs> the best suggestion, obviously, coming from Western fans is why don't they let Dean kick it over? So Dean tried anyway from the 22-yard line with Wilsey holding. And they are going to give him one point. They are giving Edmonton one point. The official, the referee, Paul Dojak, holding up his one finger of his right hand to indicate the point for the Edmonton Eskimos. We have 12 minutes of this ball game left. And the scoreboard now shows the Eskimos in front by 31 points to 19. 
And still the huddle continues out on the field. Herb Krawick, captain of the Alouettes, is having his say to one or two of the officials. Ted Tully, number 51, of Edmonton, is in there. So is Bruce Coulter, the Alouette backfielder, number 65. Running through the minds of a great many people at this moment must be the thought, what in the world would go on if this ball game came up and was won by one point eventually? Could happen. <laughs> This also undoubtedly will be the longest Grey Cup game in history now with this going on. We've already been underway um, two hours and about 25 minutes. And we have 12 playing minutes left after these consultations are finally broken up. <laughs> we just had a better thought. What would happen if the game ended in a tie? <laughs> well, the football players are ready to go. Spectators and photographers have left the field, and here we are with Etcheverry back to throw. He looks down the middle. It is completed. Down across the 45-yard line. And one of his favorite targets is not his big man, number 73, Red O'Quinn. First down for the Alouettes on their own 47-yard line. Ray Wilsey is the man who dragged O'Quinn down. Jimmy Miller comes out of the Alouettes lineup, and Hal Patterson. Just moved in there on the lower corner of your screen into the tag end of that huddle. Moran flanks on this side and they have Buley flanking to the far side. And Sam is going to go again. He takes one. He throws off balance to Belek. And the ball is incomplete. Hit down on the ground. He was being guarded very closely by Bill Briggs, number 40. Second down, 10 yards to go for the Alouettes on their own 47-yard line. The lights were turned on about five minutes ago here at Empire Stadium, Vancouver. And the rain, very fortunately, as Bill mentioned a few minutes ago, has managed to stay away. Sam looks, throws intended for, completed to Patterson. He's at the 45 and fights his way down to about the 42. Before Jackie Parker makes the stop on him. Assisted by Bill Briggs, number 40, Parker, number 91. It's a very completion to end Hal Patterson. First down for the Alouettes at the Edmonton 43-yard line. The ball is just midway between the sidelines. Same flankers, Moran on this side, and Buley goes wide towards the far side. Sam is going to go again in the air. He throws intended for Buley. It's high, and he is upended. And there's going to be a penalty on it. Interference penalty against Rolly Miles, who came in, and while Buley was up in the air trying to grab that football, he upended him. The official, Johnny on the spot there, threw the marker flag down and gave the indication of illegal interference against Raleigh Miles of the Eskimos. The ball is on the 37-yard line. First down, 10 to go for the Montreal Alouettes. Bewley flanks right and Moran comes to this side. Felt. A lateral to Johnny Bright, and Bright is running with one man having a chance to get him. Etcheverry trips him up, and he finally goes down, and Patterson holds him on the 17-yard line. 
Man alive, what a change of football fortune, eh? Etcheberry shaken up on that play. He was the last man who could have caught Bright, and he went for his heels and filled him just enough so that Bright lost his equilibrium, went down, and then Patterson had to hold him. Heidenfeld made the interception back around the 35 or 40-yard line, came up across midfield into Alouette territory, lateral to Johnny Bright, and Bright went all the way down. The officials are calling it the 16-yard line. Eskimo's ball, first and 10. And Sam Echeverry is still stretched out on the field. No, he isn't. He is up and running off under his own steam. Ten minutes and 13 seconds remains to be played in the final quarter. Edmonton in front of Montreal by 31 points to 19. The new Grey Cup all-time attendance record of over 39,000 fans having themselves just a great big afternoon. The handoff drive is into the center of the line and the pickup on the play is maybe a yard to about the 15-yard line. Earl Lindley was the ball carrier and Juan Sheridan the principal tackler. Sheridan must have been in on 75 or 85% of all tackles all afternoon. The ball is at the 15-yard line now, second down, nine to go. Parker will throw a flat pass out to Kwong, and he is hit but gets away, spins from two men, and is finally put down to earth at about the 13-yard line. Bill Buley, number 80. It will be third down and something like five or six yards to go and the field goal contingent is coming in for the Edmonton Eskimos. Wilfie will do the holding and Dean will try it and the public address system is now urging that the fans stay out of the end zone so we don't have a repetition of what happened on the last one. The ball is about five or eight yards to the left of the left upright. Dean has got a pretty mean angle to kick from and the ball will go down on approximately the 19-yard line. Two officials back behind the post to watch it. The Alouettes have just one man in there. It is good! Signaled by three of the officials on the field. Good, chuck up another three points for the Edmonton Eskimos. The talented toe of Mr. Bob Dean, their tackle, place kicker extraordinary who has had a great season insofar as points after touchdown and field goals are concerned. And it is now for Edmonton, 34. And for the Alouettes, 19. Eight minutes, 42 seconds left to play. That is nine points chalked up for Bob Dean in this football game this afternoon. The Alouettes will put the ball in play after that field goal. First and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Ted Telly, 51, you saw calling defensive signals. Alouette's come out of the huddle, there's only one flanker, and he's on this side, it's Tom Moran. Sam is back. He may be nailed, he is nailed. And he throws ahead to Bill Buley, who gets up and may go for a first down across the 45-yard line, and how in the world did he ever get away? First down. A little push pass by Etcheverry to the only man in the immediate vicinity. 
It is the 48-yard line, first and 10, and Earl Lindley finally got him. This time, Buley goes out flanking towards the far side, and Moran is on this side. Sam will go to the air again. Bullet light pass down, and there's a marker gone down by one of the officials on the play. Red O'Quinn is the man who grabbed the football, a bullet-like toss from Sam Echeverry, and was brought down by Bill Briggs at the 50-yard line, and there is a marker, an official marker, down on the field. The Alouettes refused the penalty, take the gain picked up on the pass, completion from Echeverry to O'Quinn, to the Eskimos 50-yard line. There you see Sam talking to his Montreal Alouette teammates. And the flankers are the same as the last time. Buley on the far side, Moran on this side. Sam is back to throw again, and he is being rushed, and he is nailed. And nailed good back there by, looks like, Dale Miner, and it is number 65. All-Western tackle, and there's one pretty good example. He's played a fine ball game all afternoon. This time he got through the defense set up to protect Echeverry, and Sam couldn't possibly get it away. So it is back to the 48-yard line. The loss in the play is about 12 yards, second and 22. Up to this point in the ball game, the Alouette net rushing is 40 yards, but through the air, completed and tackled instantly. O'Quinn is the man who grabs the football, and Lindley makes the stop on him. It is, however, short of a first down. Check that Lindley, and let's make it Jackie Parker, number 91, not 81, who made the stop on him. It is third down and about a yard and a half to go. The ball at the 42-yard line. And the Alouettes are going to go for that precious yardage. Abruzzi is the man elected to get it. He's got it. Down he goes into the secondary to about the 33 before he's pulled down. Raleigh Miles is one man who had a piece of him, and Lindley is the other. It is first down then for the Alouettes at the Edmonton 33-yard line. Raleigh Cook, number 60, has come into the Eskimo lineup, replacing Frank Anderson, number uh, 70, who's just gone out. Buley flanks to the right, and Moran on this side. Sam is back to heave one. He can't get away again. He is nailed for a loss back to the 37-38 yard line. Echeverry so far this afternoon has passed 25 completions out of 33 attempts for 456 yards. But with six minutes and 16 seconds left to go in the game, the Alouettes are trailing the Eskimos by 19 to 34. Double flankers right and left. Moran and Buley again. Sam looks, throws down, intended for Patterson, and broken up by Bob Heidenfeld. Put his left hand out and knocked down the football. Heidenfeld, number 75 of Edmonton. So it is third down with about 14 yards to go. The ball is on the 37-yard line. Edmonton, 37, in the Alouette possession.
Sam will go through the air to try and pick it up. Broken up once again. And the man this time who dove in at the last moment and the Eskimo hero of the moment is Raleigh Miles. Intended for Red O'Quinn. Miles burst through at the last moment and knocked it down. An injury on the play. One of the Alouettes is shaken up and still down on the field. Looks like Tommy Hugo. But he's getting up. Trainer Ernie McKenzie went out to talk to him, but Tom apparently a little bit winded is remaining in the game. So the Eskimos have taken over possession of the football on their own 37-yard line. First down and 10 yards to go. Five minutes and 47 seconds remain. And Hugo has now left the field. And Bob McClellan, number 62, has taken his place. McClellan in and Hugo out. Naomi Kwong, right up the center and into the open arms of about four of the Alouettes. McWecky's in there, so is Sheridan. And so is Kohler, who comes up from the bottom of the pile. And Hugo comes back in the ball game for Montreal, and he replaces John Blacher. There has been no five-minute indication from the field as yet. The clock shows about five minutes and five seconds left to go. Wong on the handoff, fights his way all the way down to the midfield stripe. A little China Clipper just put his head down and wouldn't give up. Bill Buley, number eight, he made the stop on him. Right at midfield. A five-minute signal now being given on the field. Five minutes officially left in the Grey Cup. It is first and ten for the Eskimos, and the football is dead on the midfield stripe. And the Eskimos currently are working on a 15-point margin, 34 to 19. It is Kwong again, breaking into the secondary, and he runs into make that Raleigh Miles carrying, not Kwong, Miles. And the man who makes the stop on him is Bruce Holder. A first down picked up by Raleigh Miles, quick first to the 41-yard line. As an oddity in this ball game, Bill Stevenson was talking just a few minutes ago about how powerful the Alouettes have always been in the second half all season long. That is very true. Well, so far in the second half today, they have not put up one point on the scoreboard. Beautiful faking and a handoff to Lindley who goes around left end and there is a marker down on the field. Moran made the stop on him. It is a clipping penalty that is coming up. Clipping penalty detected by the officials on Raleigh Miles of the Eskimos. And there's the markoff. Back to the 53-yard line. Referee Paul Dojak. The other officials this afternoon. The umpires are Jimmy Simpson from the east. Hap Schuldeis and John Monroe also from the east. Cliff Roseboro from the west. And the headlinesman is Bill Nairn also from the west. 
Second down, 25 big yards to go. Eskimos ball on their own 53-yard line. Parker fakes once, hands off to Kwong, and Kwong is hit and hit hard by Al McWecky, number 79. And down he went on the 48-yard line. An additional loss of five yards, so it will be third down and 30 yards to go. The time remaining, three and a half minutes. The Eskimo fans on the far side of the field, every time their players go off to the bench, give them a noisy reception as well they might. Don Getty has come in to quarterback the Edmonton Eskimos. Heidenfeld will kick. He does, gets off a honey of a punt. That goes deep to Johnny Williams who fumbles it. It is loose, they're all scrambling for it. And wait till the unplayable it looks like a Montreal Alouette final recovery. And Bill Buley, number 80, comes up with the football. <laughs> it is placed down on the 17-yard line. Alouette's ball, first and 10 from that point. Edmonton, 34, Montreal, 19. Flank is right and left for the Alouette. Sam goes back to throw. He looks down. Throws completed to a bruisey who shakes off one tackler. And finally gets up to the 40-yard line before he is successfully stopped by Bill Briggs, number 40. First down for the Alouette. That is, I believe, the first time that Echeverry has thrown to a bruisey all afternoon, right? First and 10, then, for Montreal from their own 40-yard line. Two minutes, 45 seconds remaining. Buley flanks toward the far sidelines, and Tom Moran comes out here. Sam looks, he throws, complete again on the far side of the field, but the pickup on this play is only to about the 44-yard line. Kurt Burris is the man who made the tackle. Jacques Villec, the Alouette fullback, number 87. Give him about three yards on that, make it second down and seven yards to go. This is completed to Hal Patterson, who cannot shake off the man who gets in there, and there's another marker on the field. Heidenfeld made the stop on Patterson. 75 gets 75. A completion is across the 50-yard line, which will mean a first down, but there is a penalty marker down on the field. Two minutes and 19 seconds left to go. It is a first down, a holding penalty against the Edmonton Eskimos. Refused. They take the ground gained on the pass. Completion to Hal Patterson. It is just about a foot across their own 50-yard line. First down and 10 to go. Sam is back to throw with McAwecky providing protection for him. Hits the bruisey again at the 35. And he is being ridden down to the ground after he crosses the 30. Takes two men along with him. Ray Wilson, number 92, is the first man who jumps on his back and rode him down to the ground. Down to the 28-yard line, and uh, Lindley had a piece of him, too. So it is first and 10 for the Alouettes from the 28-yard line. Two minutes, one second left to go. 
Buley flanks to the far side, and Moran is about five yards out from left-hand Red O'Quinn. Complete to Moran. Down he goes on the 16-yard line. That's another first down for the Alouette. Ted Tully, 51, is the man who brings him to earth. Edgeberry passing complete to Tom Moran, number 77, for a first down Montreal. On the 17-yard line, first and 10. Minute 34 seconds. A fumble on the snap. Edmonton Eskimo player coming up in possession of the football. And it is, it is an Edmonton recovery. Mike King, number 62, Mike King. Recover. A fumble on the snap. And the Montreal Alouettes have lost possession with time running out. A minute and 17 seconds to go. The Edmonton Eskimos on top by 34 to 19. Don Getty is definitely in quarterbacking for the Eskimos. His jersey number is 87. Bob Kimoff, number 80, carries right into the center of the line. And the one-minute flag has just gone up on the sideline. Less than 60 seconds to go. 34 to 19 for the Eskimos over the Alouette. And the fans are beginning to come down out of the stands and ring the outer edge of the playing surface. And we may have a further hold up here because they are now encroaching into the end zone. It is second down, about five yards to go. Kimoff got five on that drive into the center of the line. Con Kelly carries for Edmonton across the 25, almost to the 30-yard line, which will be an Edmonton first down. It is right on the 30-yard line. Don Getty quarterbacking the Eskimos and just running the clock. We have Bright Kelly, Kimoff, and Lindley in the Eskimo backfield at this time. Men go in both motion left and right. Don Getty, the Eskimo quarterback, keeps the ball and just drives into the center of the line, just eating up yardage and precious time. It is second down and about five yards to go. The minute flag has now gone down, so this will be the last play of the ball game. And the fans are already all over the field trying to tear down goalposts and everything else as you might expect. There is a the gun. And the ball game is over. And the West is just going plain crazy here at Empire Stadium in Vancouver. The final score, the Edmonton Eskimos 34, the Montreal Alouette 19. And in just a moment, we'll have a summary of the game from Bill Stevenson.
across Canada has grown to such tremendous heights. And here, one of the all-time great Grey Cup games. This was a great game for the West for two reasons. Number one, it's the first time the West has ever hosted the Grey Cup. The posts are coming down, by the way, at both ends of the field. The fans are taking them down. I don't see any police, and I think that they'll go regardless, police or not. It's great for a second reason. The Edmonton Eskimos, for the first time in the history of the Grey Cup, which is just being concluded for the 30, 43rd time, has been won twice in a row by a Western team. This has never occurred before in Grey Cup history. A Western team winning the Grey Cup twice in a row. The Eskimos last year, 26 to 25, over the Montreal Alouettes at Varsity Stadium in Montreal, in a game that many fans thought should have gone to Montreal and was won by the Eskimos on what they felt was a lucky or maybe a fortunate break. But that was the football game. This time, it was very definitely the superiority of the Edmonton Eskimos on the ground and the great quarterbacking of Jackie Parker, who went both ways defensively and offensively and only got a rest in the final few minutes of the game or few seconds when Don Getty came in to take over at quarterback for him. If you had to pick out an individual star, it would have to be Parker, who called a beautiful game at quarterback, and his two fullbacks, who took his team through to the Western Conference Championship with the two big men in the attack this afternoon again. Stormy Kwong, the China Clipper with two touchdowns, White with two touchdowns, and Heidenfeld on a pass from Parker for the fifth touchdown. Bob Dean, who came up with one of his greatest games in the Grey Cup of 54, had another one this afternoon and picked up nine points in total. For the Montreal Alouettes, it was a bruisey. Coming through with one touchdown, Hal Patterson scored two touchdowns on passes from Sam the Rifle Echeverry and Korchak had four points. And although the score was 34 to 19 in favor of the Edmonton Eskimos, this was a grateful, uh, great uh, ball game all the way down the line. It was the type of game that even when the Edmonton club were leading 34-19 with three or four minutes left, you expected and looked for those Alouettes to break out. And they could have broken out at any time behind the passing arm of Echeverry. Two great teams with the final score going 34 to 19 in favor of Edmonton. And now let's take a look at the statistics to see exactly how they went. Do you want to come in and read them off? Pal Walker. Thanks very much, Bill. Well, we've had two new Grey Cup records established here this afternoon. Uh, yards uh, passing by Sam Echeverry of the Alouettes, a grand total of 542 yards. And the Eskimos, uh, guided superbly by the great Jackie Parker, rushed for a total of 436 yards on the ground, which also is a great cup record. Phenomenal passing and phenomenal rushing. And in the matter of first downs, Alouettes, although on the short end of the score, had 29 first downs against 28 uh, for the Eskimos. Uh, Echeverry threw 40 passes this afternoon and completed the amazing total of 30. That's passing in anybody's league. In comparison, Parker passed 15 times and completed eight. 